0: Okay, welcome back to Insight Flix. We're going to do our weekly box office report. It was Easter weekend and uh it was a 5-day weekend. Uh, Rich, you're going to be telling us just a 3-day weekend, right? Yeah, I'm going to focus on the 3-day weekend. All right, so tell us which movies made the top 5 this past weekend. The Super Mario Bros. movie came in number 1 uh with uh, 146 million. Coming in number 2 is John Wick Chapter 4 with 14.4 million. And coming right directly behind it is Air, with 14.456 or whatever, just just uh, around uh, two thousand less. So let's just figure it's is so close, it's ridiculously close. Uh, coming number four is Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Amongst Thieves, with thirteen point eight million, and round out right the top five is Scream Six, with three point four million. Uh, so Super Mario Brothers did huge. And it also did well internationally and it's i think it's probably one of the best animated no it's, it's it's best animated and one of the best animated openings too i mean you can't deny that i mean it's right it's, it's a, just a huge opening altogether
1: it's on track to becoming you know a, over a billion dollar movie on track to be you know one of the biggest movies of all time really
0: what do you contribute the success for for this movie is it just the the branding the ip that yeah, the fact I mean, that this, everyone knows this video game yeah.
1: Yeah, this is the, one of the biggest IPs of all time, and they finally they finally did a a faithful adaption You know, after uh, thirty years, you know they haven't tried since uh, that that live action movie and. Uh, this time, they did exactly, I guess, what fans wanted, and uh, they were rewarded.
0: Yeah, what I didn't expect was that this weekend was so big, but it was so big just for Super Mario Brothers. Every other film didn't do that well. I mean,
1: uh didn't do that great for Easter weekend. I mean, well, I think, it's just I typical. Think Mar- I think Mario took everyone's uh, yeah, that's audience because... <laughs> It's so uh, generational. It was able to get some of that John Wick audience and definitely get a lot of that Dungeons and Dragons audience. Yeah. But Air, I think, did uh, well. I think it's kind. Of, it did kind of what I was expecting it to do. And I think that's because it served as great counter-programming for Super Mario. Right. It would have been great if Air did a little more, but... Still, I think it, I think for for that movie, it's a it's a solid film. Let's hope it has legs and sticks around for a couple of weeks. Ario is going to be here. It's going to stick around for a long time, and we're going to get many sequels. And this is definitely going to be a billion plus uh, movie, guaranteed. Yeah, I yeah. think so.
0: Yeah, Super Mario Brothers is a huge hit, and it might be the first film to reach a billion this year. Do you think Super Mario Brothers is going to probably be the biggest movie of the summer?
1: No. Well, what um, what competition will it have coming up? Like big competition? Oh, Guardians and, and yeah. Um, I think it'll be bigger than Guardians. Oh, really? I think Guardians. Is, I think Marvel's. I think all superhero movies, Marvel and DC, are going to underperform this year.
0: Yeah, I think so too. But uh, the word of mouth on the on the film itself was, you know, good, but not not as good as expected i mean i don't know and what, what's to expect from a super mario brothers
1: i i saw mario and and air and i thought they were both good movies and i think uh both uh intended audiences are going to enjoy the hell out of them Oh,
0: okay so you're, you're saying that they're going to go back for super mario brothers for sure the fans
1: uh i think so and i think families will i think the only people aren't going to go back are people that aren't familiar with the franchise at all and i don't think that's many people I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. I have a, uh I have a quite a few issues with it, but it, the movie delivers. I think what fans wanted, and it's an entertaining film. And
0: okay, yeah. all
1: right. Yeah. I, I look forward to watching it again on Blu-ray, just not maybe in theaters. Hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, I was hoping that Arrow would do a little bit better. Uh, it made 20 million over the five-day weekend, but I was hoping that it, it will at least deliver a number that would would convince uh studios to invest in mid-budget adult related films
1: well it, it depends on the legs right it depends how long it it sticks around for because yeah. i really don't think it's a bad number i mean uh Moneyball, which is a very kind of similar genre and if you will kind of of, of a film to, you could compare it to mm-hmm. uh came in with like about 19 million and that was you know uh different era you know pre-pandemic and i i think you know Money Belt was also kind of a better movie, so I think kind of that coming in at 19 million, this coming in at 14.5, it kind of makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good number for Air.
0: It did exactly what the studio projected, so that's a that's a good that's a good thing. Uh, I just wish that it, it did a little bit better, so it could like at least usher a new wave of kind of this uh, adult uh, uh, hey, eccentric man. films um, and.
1: Hey we're lucky Air got a theatrical release. This could have very yeah. easily been like a Tetris type of thing. <laughs> well,
0: there is a there's a, actually a whole bunch of like uh films coming out, you know, with very similar ideas. You mentioned you mentioned Tetris. There's going to be a a Blackberry movie. There's going to be the <laughs> Flaming Cheetos movie that's coming mm-hmm. out, which is I think I think maybe both of those are getting a streaming debut or You know, So, yeah, I think you're right. Air uh, was just lucky that they got a theatrical uh, release.
1: A big part of that was probably because of the cast and Ben Affleck directing and all that. And they did
0: a really good job of promoting it. I mean, they went everywhere to promote that movie. So I was was just hoping that it got a little bit better numbers.
1: Like we talked about last week, the real hope was if the movie could bring in the, the sneaker audience and not just, you know movie fans and unfortunately right. it, it failed at that yeah <laughs> it well, failed well miserably see. at bringing in the sneaker audience but
0: we'll see if it has longevity in the in the top 10 because i think it does have uh, like i said before it does have the potential to stay in the top 10 for a long time but let's go to uh john wick chapter four the drop was almost 50 percent it came in number second um what do you think of that drop it's the third
1: week i think solid i mean um it, it's it's sticking around uh, it's definitely going to be in the top five for for uh, for a few more weeks, and uh, yeah, I th- I think it's good.
0: It's not terribly bad, but um, I mean, I mean, drop of a, of a drop for the third week.
1: Let me let me ask you guys, because um, originally I was really kind of hoping that this new John Wick film, especially because this is, I I think it might, and you know, in my opinion, it's the best John Wick since the original. Mm-hmm. I was really kind of hoping that this would have been, you know, the first in the franchise to reach five hundred million yeah. uh, worldwide. And that's definitely not going to happen. And it is kind of while I do, while I do think the movie's doing uh, pretty good um, for you know the time that we're, the time we're at right now, you know after the, uh, the pandemic and all that, um, it doesn't look like it's going to reach part three. But I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Do you think it's good? do you guys think uh, John Wick four is going to reach the three hundred and twenty eight million worldwide that uh, Chapter three made?
0: Well, I'm not sure how many markets it opened up internationally yet. It might have a few, uh, you know more uh countries to open up and but yeah it, it could be close because it still has a positive word of mouth in that film and it, it's still got a little more time to, to figure out to see if it, it is gonna reach that number yeah i think i think it has a good shot to to cross over uh 300 uh internationally worldwide you know uh, 330 330 that's gonna be close yeah. It, it, it's close i mean there's just going unfortunately you know john wick is just going to be pushed out of theaters just by the sheer <laughs> the sheer number of movies coming in so that's i think that's the problem so he doesn't really have enough yeah, room I, to 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 stay in theaters
1: I, I think one of the problems is the the lack of um the kind of uh the the the, the premium uh kind of xd theaters and yeah. the kind of imax screens because uh I don't think, I don't think people, I, 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 this is also from my experience, I don't really like going to the kind of the standard screens anymore when I go to a the movie theater. <laughs> like once movies get pushed there, I'm kind of like, I'll just kind of watch it at home or wait for streaming. And like, I, I don't know, I think um, maybe theaters need to start upgrading and adding more uh, premium screens. I think to your
0: point, I think that's why Super Mario Brothers was so dominated this, this, this weekend because it took all those screens. I mean, it, it had like at least a thousand more screens than any other movie in the yeah. in the theaters right now. So it really just pushed all those movies back. And so, you know, it's, it's all about real estate now. It's all about. Yeah, and it, it filled those seats, though. Sure. But I'm saying that's yeah. why John Wick had that drop. That's why Dungeons and Dragons had that drop. You know? Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons has dropped. Uh, whoa, way too much sixty-two over sixty-two percent, and uh, I really expected it to to have more longevity on for this film. But it's, it's a family film. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's get, it's just getting overpassed. Well, Dungeons and Dragons is kind of following the same fate as Shazam. It's it, both movies are very similar in tone, I guess you could say. Because of both movies were gearing towards teenagers, and I think teenagers don't want kind of that fluffy stuff. They they want to see something more darker. That's why young teens are so into horror nowadays. They just want to mm-hmm. see more darker stuff. And I think this type of lightweight fantasy adventure films are not doing well th- this season. Okay. Oh, but well, I was just I'm just saying that I was way off on that
1: film. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, uh, but, but like, do you guys think like um? What 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 do you guys say? Would say it's the like the next big movie coming out? I think it's probably Evil Dead Rise. Do you guys think when like Evil Dead Rise, like that's going to have premium screens, and then like the next the week after that, they're going to give those screens back to Mario? Or well, I think I think Evil Dead is going to do good. I don't think it's going to be a phenomenon. You know, it's 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 going to do pretty do
0: you think well. Even gonna, do you think they're
1: even going to? Do you think they're even going to give it premium screens? It's just going to be playing in regular ones. Probably. I mean, I I don't know the uh, the, the, the the tracking on that. Mario's just going to dominate these screens for a couple, for a while then. Yeah, right? and I, I guess think until so. Guardians. Yeah, I think so. And it's, it has, it can make a lot of money within that time, just in just in a month. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's, let's uh, get into the rest of the top 10, Rich.
1: Coming to number six
0: is His Only Son. Number, number seven is Creed Three. Number eight is Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Number nine is Thousand and One. And round of the top 10
1: is Paint. I didn't even know Pink came out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: not a lot of people (laughs) did.
1: I still haven't even figured out what the movie exactly is, but I'll watch it at some point. It's (laughs) just
0: Owen Wilson's Bob Ross film, that's all. Okay, now let's look ahead. Let's look at uh, next week's uh, movies. Rich, tell us what movies are coming out in theaters. Open up wide this week is Renfield, a new horror comedy that features Nicholas Holt. And the title role is Dracula's long-suffering servant. Nicholas Cage hams it up as an overly demanding Dracula who is shocked to learn that Renfield has gone rogue and is actively trying to get out of their relationship. Also opening is The Pope's Exorcist, the new based on true events exorcism thriller starring Russell Crowe as a Catholic priest who investigates a young boy who claims to be possessed by a demonic spirit. Also opening is Mafia Mama. This is the new goofy mob comedy that stars Tony Collette as an American suburbanite who inherits her grandfather's mafia empire. Monica Bellucci co-stars. So let's talk about Renfield. It's funny because like it feels like it's not a rated R movie, but it is a rated R movie. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a, a extreme take on the universal monster movie. Uh what's your feelings about how well this is going to do in in theaters?
1: Oh man, that's uh that's tough to say. Uh I, I personally think the movie looks like a ton of fun, but I, I don't know. Uh I, I think it's definitely it has a good chance of coming in at number 2. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if if it, if it does if it does well, if it does well, it's going to definitely come in, you know, at 20 million. Uh-huh. But I don't think it's going to do that. I think it's going to come below. I, I, I think it will be number two, though. At, at least that.
0: Well, surprisingly, it's going up against another horror film, The Pope's Exorcist. And I think out of those two movies, I think... Yeah, I think Pope's
1: Exorcist is going to bomb, unfortunately. I mean, I don't even know why Russell Crowe did that movie. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I don't know either. He's been doing a lot of questionable (laughs) movies, right?
0: So I think out of those two, I think Renfield is going to be the bigger one. Uh, Mafia Mama is just kind of like a throwaway comedy that's just going to be out there. But I think, yeah, Renfield— Well, hey,
1: if Mafia Mama had more screens, it might do better than uh, Pope's Exorcist.
0: (laughs) Wow, you think it was really—Pope's Exorcist is going to do that bad?
1: Well, I mean, I think with Renfield coming out, I think that's going to take the horror off. Audience. yeah because i, I didn't think that's gonna be a horror and comedy and a- a action adventure it's gonna get a, a, a whole people a, a whole lot of people interested <laughs> unfortunately i just don't think it's gonna do that well because i don't think the movie's been that well advertised or marketed right. and i just don't think a lot of people even know what the movie is
0: yeah i think but i think it's gonna also fall into the same category as cocaine bear where it's like oh this could be a fun horror comedy thing that then we'll, we'll, oh I'll i check mean that out. would
1: be the that'd be great though if it does if it opens the way a cocaine bear does but i don't think it will i don't and i think you're
0: right i don't think it's going to be number one because i think mario brothers is just going to dominate again for the second I mean, week even with a 60 percent drop it's still going it's still a, um, yeah. a i think it's still going to be a huge monster to conquer and uh but uh, yeah, I think at the at best, um, uh, Renfield will probably open up with thirty million. So
1: I think, unfortunately, uh, there's a big chance that this might, you know, match the opening of the um, Jeff Bridges Ryan Reynolds film R.I.P.D. with uh, twelve point six million. No, 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 Wow, that's a uh, weird no, comparison. I, mean, <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a similar, you know, type of type of movie. It's just like you know that one got it wrong, that or got the tone wrong, you know. Mm. But they were trying to do the, like, kind of horror comedy mm-hmm. kind of...
0: I think this is going to be Nicolas Cage's big, uh, biggest opening in a long time, that's for sure. Um, uh, but Nicolas Holt, uh, he keeps on getting, uh, uh, picking up uh, great roles for himself. And um, I, I think one of the first films that I, I actually, um, you know, was impressed by him was actually Warm Bodies, where he played, a, <laughs> of all things, a zombie.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so... This is um do you think the the fans of Warm Bodies are going to make going to come out for this one? I think it's basically the same, you know, it's the same, you know. Well, Renfield is like it it was written by uh, Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman. He he created, right. he, he came up with the storyline, it's his concept. He, he's also a producer, and it's directed by the guy um Chris McKay, is that his name? From uh Chris Pratt science fiction movie? Oh, Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War. <laughs> And, it, you know, I think the early uh, critic buzz around this movie is, is they're saying it's fun. It's also very, very bloody, surprisingly, yeah. very bloody. So I think that's going to work in its favor. I Yeah. Like like what we're saying, I don't think it's going to do any more than just second spot in the box office. Sure. And then that could fluctuate between 20, to 30 million. Now, let's get into limited release. Rich, what movies are coming out in limited? Opening up and limited releases, Bo is Afraid. This is from midsummer writer-director Ari Aster. It's a darkly comical head-scratcher that stars Joaquin Phoenix as a mentally unstable man who believes he's on his way to see his mother, but quickly finds things aren't as they seem. Also opening up a limited release is Sweetwater, a new historical sports drama that tells the true story of the first African-American basketball player to sign an NBA contract. Also opening up a limited release is the new Crunchyroll film, Suzumi, a new film by uh, Makoto Shinkai, is the director of Your Name and Weathering With You. Uh, so, what, what's your feelings about "Bo is Afraid"? Uh, Ari Aster has kind of developed a cult following. Uh, this is also a three-hour movie, and so yeah. I, I don't know if that's going to help its uh, chances in in the box office. But yeah, uh,
1: man, I did not know that yeah. uh, this is a uh, three-hour film. I'm like, has has Ari has Ari Aster earned that you know at this point? But I, I guess he has, you know, since with the midsummer director's cut if you count that because I think that was oh, also that's, like that's true, yeah, yeah, but. um so I guess this is the second, the second three hour film. Um, I don't know, man. The three hours actually kind of turns me off. I was planning to see this movie in theaters, mm-hmm. but uh, knowing that it's three hours, I might just wait. Yeah, because I, <laughs> well, I don't, th- I don't think the movie's going to do that well. So I think it's going to be streaming. You know, in like. Like, avail- at least available, you know, for uh digital purchase, I think, you know, in, like, less than a month. It's not going to have the Joker appeal to, you know, no. bring in, the, you know, that audience, yeah. Well,
0: the, the yeah. Yeah. reviews as, of the movie right now, it's slowly coming out, and it's getting mixed. It's not an overwhelmingly successful critic-wise. So. And it's
1: getting such interesting reviews, because I've been, I've been reading some people say, like, it feels like, you know a movie that like wants you to hate it or something <laughs> like that and I'm like, which cool.
0: describes his pretty much are you asked film career <laughs> i mean yeah. I, yeah, a lot like of some movies the are, 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 are they he he, he wa- he's trying to say to the audience
1: come at me bro <laughs> 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 yeah so i mean i i, I really want to watch the movie but the 3 hours makes me want to um you know wait right. I, but, but we'll we'll see you know cuz you know there's not a lot coming out uh i I love going in the movies and uh i'm not i'm not gonna see mario again (laughs) i'll I'll wait for that one again uh Rich, let's talk about streaming now. And uh, so
0: tell us what movies that people could stream at home this weekend. Well, streaming this weekend on Netflix is The Last Kingdom, Seven Kings Must Die. This is the feature-length sequel to the cult historical Saxon Viking series taking place after the event of the show's finale and following the death of King Edward. Alexander Draymond returns to star as Uhtred of Bettenberg. It's Uhtred. Of Uhtred, Uhtred of Bettenberg. Also streaming is Personality Crisis One Night Only. This is on Showtime, the new music documentary from Martin Scorsese, which explores the rock star career of New York Dolls founder, David Johansson, sometimes known as Buster Poindexter. And finally streaming on Peacock is Cocaine Bear, the streaming debut of director Elizabeth Banks' hit horror comedy. Uh, Rich, you're a big fan of The Last Kingdom. Are you dying to watch the the feature length kind of sequel to the to the series? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that it is just a, a movie. I'd I rather have a, another series, series, of course. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, it's better than nothing. I thought the series kind of ended pretty well. I don't know if they needed a no. Uh, he hasn't got Benberg yet. I mean, no, he did. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, he did. But he, he hasn't got his revenge, his total revenge yet. But I mean, everyone was dead or... already. <laughs> <I don't>, yeah, <laughs> and the guy snuck out, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot to.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, that's a great endorsement for, for Seven Kings Must Die. Uh, <laughs> this is this is one of uh, Netflix's best shows. Uh, that's you know well hidden, and uh, I'm kind of sad that it's just a, a one shot movie. I think I rather, rather prefer a, a you know a series long. Uh, yeah, I'm just hoping it's good. And uh, so far, I mean, The Last Kingdom has been great, so I'm expecting a, a great finale. All right. Cool. So there you go. That's it for uh, this episode of Insight Flicks. We'll be back next week. We'll see how well Renfield does in the box office. We'll also talk about the movies coming out next week. And so there you go. All right. Bye-bye.